And now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's In the Green Room. Green is in, but what does that really mean for you? Join the gang for a fun and energetic half-glass, half-full perspective to what and how sustainability is the lifestyle for the future. It can really affect everything you do, from your health, wallet, environment, money, even your morals. So our goal, to help save the planet one show at a time. Now, welcome to the green room. <laughs> so good. Well, good evening. Welcome to In the Green Green Room. Room. We're so glad you guys joined us tonight. We have such an exciting show. I'm Quita. I'm Kinga. And you guys know the motto. It's saving Saving the the planet planet, one one show at at a time. time. Yay, Jam. You got it. Jam knows by now. Why don't we stay relaxed because we've been running and we're sweating. So we want to just be a little bit calm. Let's talk about the long weekend that we're all so sad is over. So what did everybody do for Wilkinga? Well, Let's start you with do? you. You went camping. You did something very exciting. Let's start I with Quita. did. We went camping. And we, we try to go every year. It was a family camping trip and it was awesome. There was at least another 15 tents. I knew some of the people. I knew them all by the end. <laughs> so it was good but i would have to say the best part of the trip guys is was that the shower there no no no, no shower that's yeah. not real camping honey. i thought you told me there was a shower no just what? kidding okay I'm, just, no you know what i'm King just trying kidding. to take the conversation dirty but we're just not <laughs> the best part though is we got deep down into we went to payson deep down and deep down deep down and payson. no cell service Nice. Can I tell you how wonderful? I didn't even know how much stress my phone causes. Oh, absolutely. And obviously it's not green, but it was awesome because it forced us to turn off. No checking emails, no texting, no nothing. It was great. And the kids did their own thing. Mm, I love that. So I really had a break. (laughs) So no phones? You would do no phones forever? I would love to do no phones forever, but when you've got two kids who you see, we were just at happy hour and my kid yes. called me how many times? So how did we do it back in the day? We didn't have phones as we were kids. I don't understand. Well, there's a way to just restrict the people you don't want. Well, Just block, block, block. That's just a little <laughs> rude, Kinga. <laughs> Anyways, that was that. And then we had scheduled a donation for Goodwill because we got a new washer and dryer. Um, I need you guys to know I save a lot of money. So I had that washer and dryer for... About 12 years, way past the time. That's so I'm a still long time. <laughs> Anyways, it was so cool because the process, I just went online, said, hey, this is when I want you to come. Here's what I want you to pick up. And they were there. It was done. They left a donation slip in the door. And that was great. So, so people remember your, your donations at their Goodwill. Go. They'll yeah. do everything for you. They'll pick up everything. Yes. They'll throw out anything. Yeah. Right? So we're having a good time now. So we may as well continue the fun. We've got... But Mr. back to Goodwill. Can't Uh-oh. we tell everybody about that dinner we're having at some house in PV? Do you know where it is? <laughs> we'll give them that after Jam performs okay, because okay. Jam has been so patient. Yay. Jam is in the house. Jammy, Jammy. Now, Thank what you. we love about <laughs> Jam, not just the music because that is awesome, but we love that he lives what we are talking about. And 
I mean, it's a really, I think you may be a little more green than I am, depending oh, on your definition. of You're green. extremely green. And I, I was lucky to hang out with you on Sunday. Oh, I was so blessed to hang out with you. Wasn't that fun? That with your mom. Yeah. I love your mom, Colleen. And Sherry. She's so Sherry sweet. And Sherry. That was super fun. And then you got to, we were at the VIG and you got to play with one of my favorite bands outside of Jammy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, Jam, I love Jam. Uh, Elvis Before Noon. He's, yeah. Darren, great guys, great guys. Daylin, Daylin, not Daylin. Daylin Greer yeah. Yeah. Uh, is so awesome, and that band is incredible, and they play at the VIG, and then you got up and, and jammed with them. I did. That was uh, it was an impromptu jam session, and I was not expecting it, but it was a ton of fun, and thank you so much to those guys for being so gracious and let me rock out with them on Sunday at the VIG. So, so yeah. what are you playing this first song, Jam? Um, I'm going to play Giving Tree for you guys. It's kind of appropriate. It's, uh, it's just about Mother Earth, and um, yeah. So Mother Earth, that's yeah. the best. Let's listen. You were all green. Uh, <laughs> Do you want mine too? I'm as green as I could be, you know. But uh, here we go. This song is called Giving Tree. sign it didn't come didn't come then mother asked us why it didn't come didn't come she said has your mind opened up she said honey don't give up just believe that it's best you are my giving tree, I break a limb and you love me, oh, giving tree, yeah. Like a candle's burning flame, so contained, so contained. I want to reach into something greater than me, greater than me. Yeah. She said, Has your mind opened up? She said, Honey, don't give up. Just believe that it's best You are my giving tree I break a limb and you love me Oh, giving tree Yeah Oh, yeah Ooh, yeah Don't give up, just believe that it's best You are my giving tree, I break a limb and you love me Oh, giving tree, she said, has your mind 
opened up She said, honey, don't give up Just believe that it's best You are my giving tree I break a limb and you love me Oh, giving tree Giving tree, Jam. That was awesome. You already Incredible. have people on Facebook. Thank you. The Smart Shopper Show with Daphne Monroe says, good tunes. Oh. Dwight says, always sounding good, Jam. You've got a lot of people oh. that are very excited. Right on. So I want to talk guys. about that you have a big concert tomorrow night. I do have a huge concert tomorrow. I'm super At the excited. Marquee. Yeah, it's going to be epic. Um, yeah, so I'm opening up for um, the Whalers. And if you don't know who the Whalers are, um, it was Bob Marley's band, and so they're going to be bringing in some good vibrations to the marquee and into Phoenix tomorrow night. And um, you can find tickets on my um, social media everywhere by typing in Jam Now, or you can go onto the marquee site and um, find them there too. So, but yeah. there's a better deal if they get them through you. Correct? There is a better deal. Yeah, it's actually yes. it's ten dollars cheaper if you get if you get the tickets through me. They're and if like, you're getting a few, if you're getting ten tickets, then it's hundred dollars. It go. adds up. Yeah, it so. adds up. So, Jam, we know you're about the music, but give us a little background. We know you're vegan, and yeah. what makes you green, and what bought you here? Sure. Um, well, Kinga brought me here. No, just kidding. Happy <laughs> <laughs> hey. to be green. Well, he's, no. our new, he's, our, he's our main once a month green musician. Yeah, he's inspiring me to be vegan. Uh, and your dad's vegan. He's my dad's vegan, and I didn't oh even goodness. know that. Yes. That's gave so cool. Such a hard time about the veganism. Right? Dad's vegan. And Daddy O is vegan. <laughs> See. He is yeah. vegan, yes. So what, what made you make that change, really? Um, I was at work, and uh, I, I ate a steak the night before, and I was super sick whenever I went to work, and I was puking my guts out. And um, one of my coworkers was like, hey, that's why I'm vegan. You should try veganism. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That's weird. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, like a piece of steak, like, rots in your stomach for, like, four to seven days. Whenever no, you it doesn't. It. Really? Yeah, it, it just really? rots in there. Yeah. yeah Gross. It does. No, it doesn't. It does. It does. It does. Absolutely. Where is there scientific information to verify? To back it up. Pull it up because King is in denial right now. I don't yeah. believe that. <laughs> I promise. No, it, it seriously, our, our digestive lining. That's gross. It's, um, it's too long to digest meat as much as we eat it. I mean, mm-hmm. it used to be considered a delicacy whenever we first started to eat meat. Right. Um, but, you know, with the Industrial Revolution, meat became a lot more of a commodity and we started to eat it more. And But seriously, though, like whenever you do eat a piece of meat or just steak in general, it um, it rots in your intestinal lining. And that's why a lot of people get constipated whenever they eat, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not the most delightful topic. Well, tell me more because it makes me not want to eat. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a big thing. You're getting is me that, skinny. <laughs> yeah, no, um, but it, it takes a lot longer for it to hit your digestion. And so you're supposed to um, refer to hit your your bowels i guess i don't know this is such a, a funny weird <laughs> hey, topic we, but <laughs> we have fun and we are down to earth so talk like you talk at home Jane. yeah don't be appropriate okay so what about so fish so if i want to be a pescatarian and and do everything you know no meat sure. as far as like red meat pork and no chicken but just pescatarian yeah would i still have it rotting in me um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I know that red meats, I know that like denser meats, I, I think chi- or, uh, fish is a lot more, it's a lighter or a leaner meat. Right. So it might move through you a lot faster, but, um, I'm going to do my homework. How about you Queen, should do your Queen homework, and I will do totally. our homework and we'll talk about this next show. Well, and I think too, if you think about vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, all of these things, 
it's for different reasons. Some yeah. people it's health. Some people it's the treatment of animals. Some sure. people they just don't like it. It's so many different reasons, but in the end, it leaves less of a footprint. Absolutely. If we didn't eat it at least as much. So even though I don't eat meat, I'm not going to sit here and tell you don't do it. Yeah, no, you can't impose your your path on other people. You know, it's like you have to. I'm just living my life exactly how um, how I feel like it's it's best for me to live it. And if somebody feels inspired to try it, you know, in their life, then they can do it. You know. So so our guest Armand is sitting right here, and I want to introduce him and include him in this conversation. This is Armand Leibling. Hello, everyone. How do I pronounce your last name? Liebling. Liebling. I say Liebling. Uh-oh, it's not Liebling, it's Liebling. Nobody told okay. her to try That's to okay. say it live. <laughs> I've known him a few years, and I've always been Apparently saying Liebling. we rehearse first, right? Right. I wonder why. Hmm. We'll get past that. Now, what's so cool about you, Armand, is I know I'm not great at science, and but you make it easy. You have really, really given volunteering a whole other name. So tell us a little bit about, because I know you, you've done a lot of volunteering. One of the things we were really excited to talk about was the science lab. Arizona Science Lab. Right, yes. Exactly. Yes. What so, is that? Okay. So uh, Arizona Science Lab, uh, this is our ninth year uh, doing this. It was originally founded by uh, several Intel engineers who retired. We're sponsored by IEEE, which is the International Engineering Society. Hmm. And uh, what they found is that students... In order to get them excited about math and science and technology, you need to do more than just keep them in a classroom. So we started a lab, and what we do is we bring students, fourth to eighth graders, anyone in the valley is allowed to participate. Wow. And we have with a, their teachers, though, I With I their thought. teachers. Okay, with the, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a field trip. So Got it's, it. it's a, And we do workshops, and they uh, come to our facility. We have a facility at Evans School mm-hmm. in Tempe, and we spend the day... Uh, going through the science and technology of, of something, and then we actually do hands-on building, testing, just like an engineer would do, and then we debrief and conclude at the end of that. How so, do you pick your, your projects, your science projects? So, so our projects are aligned with the Arizona uh, curriculum. So, so we know what the curriculum was for fourth and eighth graders and what type of science that they study. So we have projects like rockets, solar cars, water wheels, those types of things that um, – that help reinforce what they're learning in the classroom. That's pretty awesome. And not just reinforcing, but kind of dumbing it down. Uh, well, I don't know if I would say dumbing it down. What it really does is, is take the theory and put it in a practical situation. Right. right. And as an example, and we talk in your show around sustainability, we do um, what we call solar cars. And it's really about energy. So, so the workshop that we offer is energy. And we talk about all kinds of energy I mean, besides solar, but the focus becomes solar. Because it is important. Mm. It's, a, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's something that is sustainable, mm-hmm, right, and mm-hmm. easy on the environment and everything. And we go through demonstrations like we have a mock solar house. that we take A mock the, solar house? Yes. Oh, a small one. It's, it's, it's like a dollhouse, right? <laughs> but we take the students out and we show them how solar panels work and, right how, on. And, and that type of thing and talk about battery storage. But at the end, they get to build a solar car. So they Ooh, get to build a car wow. with an actual That's solar cell on it. And then they go out into the yard, and we actually race them. So you make things practical. Very practical, and, and it shows them how to take that stuff and, and use it in their everyday life kind of thing. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's Very great. cool. How did you get involved in this, Armand? Uh, interesting enough, I was golfing <laughs> <laughs> with, my, uh, with my accountant. And one of the uh, gentlemen he invited, after our round of golf, we were sitting at the club having lunch. And he goes, and Ricky goes, you know, I got to go teach a class tomorrow morning. 
And I just asked him, I said, what's the class? And he goes, well, I, I teach at the science lab, and I'm teaching, it happened to be the rock, a rockets class. And I said, that's awesome. I said, do you ever need volunteers? I had just retired. This mm-hmm. was about two months after I retired. Mm-hmm. Little over Which is two how years, long ago? A little over two years ago. Okay. And um, he said, why don't you come down and check it out? So I went down and checked it out, and uh, I fell in love with it. Because I have to tell you, I think I have more fun than the kids. Wow. <laughs> the works, what was the highlight for you? Uh, I think just, just seeing the kids and how excited they get, their energy. Um, you know, I've been very fortunate in my career. I worked in information technology, and a lot of my career I worked with, you know, young people, college graduates, people early in their career uh, and stuff, and always saw that, in, that energy, that, that drive, you know, the goal, goal orientation. And uh, I see the same thing in these kids, and they're only fourth and eighth graders. So, you know, wow. we've got a great future ahead of us. So, so Armand has a lot of uh, hobbies because he's also a professional wine drinker. I met him. <laughs> Did she say a professional? Well, that was very nice of you. Wine drinker. I guess that's a way to put it. <laughs> I, I met him. Uh, he helps uh, with Sam Pillsbury's wine business. I don't know how are you um, involved in his business? Uh, very indirectly. Sam doesn't let me around the grapes very much. But, but you is it because of your position of being the wine? Oh. <laughs> so oh. I met him drinking oh. wine. I, I do I, I do drink the wine. I he loves wine, and he goes to all the wine functions, and that's how I met him. And, I, and don't you help the Pillsbury wine? I do. I do help financially. Them out. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so Pillsbury wine is one of my favorite wines, and he's a former movie director. He's done like yeah. over forty movies, and a very good friend of mine. And a friend of Armand's and you. Yeah. Sam's an, with Sam him. is an awesome guy. Awesome guy. He's He's a very, so you've been awesome. very fortunate in your, your career. And yes. now you've chosen to kind of give back because you've done a lot of other volunteering too. <laughs> You're volunteering at St. Vincent's de Paul, the McDowell Sonoran Preserve. Why would you say it's important for other people to involve, uh, to volunteer? Because a lot of us, we, we, we make excuses. We don't have time, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, for me, I, I've, I've, I've done this through my, my life and my career. Um, I just feel like, you know, as you go through your life and you learn and you experience things, it's important to pass that information on, you know, and help people, you know, maybe keep them from making some of the ma- same mistakes you made. They'll make new mistakes, and that's okay. Um, the other thing for me is um, I just get a lot of satisfaction doing it. I mean, I feel good about it. I feel bad sometimes. I mean, when I'm at St. Vincent's de Paul, you know, and, you know, there's times we serve over 700 lunches oh. to the homeless down there. And he does that about five times a month, which is so nice. Yeah. And, and, and it's sad. It really is sad, you know, to see that situation happening in our country like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the other side is I feel like at least we're down there and we're trying to help make a difference by giving them a good food, giving them good service, you know, keeping them hydrated with water and juices and everything and trying to give them, you know, a little brightness in the, in the course of their day. And so. I love that you do that because a lot of people are trying to like help people in a different country. I think we need to start with our own backyard and our own neighbors first and, and help them first and then go. Oh, abroad. I agree. I yes. absolutely agree. So what you're doing is the best, yeah. I think. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Love, love, love. So yes. then tell us if you could give people three things, because you said you make your mistakes and you don't want other people to make them. What, yeah. What's advice that you can give me three things that'll help people <laughs> not make some of the same mistakes you made? I, I think, uh, okay, one is, I think, don't be judgmental of people just because they have a different point of view. I love, I love that. Um, That's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you have something to say? 
Well, let's get through his three. Okay, okay. So oh. don't be judgmental. Okay, well, I need time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> this, you didn't get, you Put didn't you ask, on the spot. You didn't ask me this question earlier. <laughs> Jam, do you have no. anything to interject in yeah. between while he's sure. thinking? Um, because you've got to have advice, but, too, especially being a musician. Wait, what was the question not being Sorry. In, Not being judgmental. Oh, Just yeah. advice, advice from your own personal experiences and learnings that you would pass on um, to Take every opportunity that comes to hand that is like leading into the direction of where you want to be going. And I think that um, by serving others, you're also serving yourself. That's what sure. Gandhi said. You know, he's like, by, if you really want to find yourself, you have to lose yourself serving others. So, mm-hmm. um, but take every opportunity your way, too. I think that that's a great. Um, Alice Cooper's drummer told me that, Neil Smith. He was like, you got to take every opportunity that comes your way. And I've done that. And it's opened up so many other, other doors. That's how so. I live my life. Yeah. Every day's sure. a gift and every day right. has got to be important and you got to make every day count. And, and every jam, single you know person that. that you interact with is important. Is important. Too. Right. Hello. That's a, that's a huge one. Well, and oh. I, I, I have life. to oh. back Kinga on this because I do get little quotes from her daily. They're always yeah. positive inspiration. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so Armand, we're going to give you a little more time to think. You've got two oh. more to come up with. And Jam, you're talking music. So Jam for us. Right. What are you awesome. going to play now? Um, well, in the... Spirit of Bob Marley, I'll play Bob Marley oh, tune for you guys. Oh, that's so nice. Right. Yeah. I love Bob Marley. I like me some Bob. So Let's yeah. do it. If you guys want to uh, get some tickets to see the Whalers tomorrow, just type in Jam Now on Facebook or iTunes or Twitter and all that good stuff, and then uh, search me and send Everyone me a cool is going to this concert, so if you're cool, you'll be there. <laughs> and I'm right. going. <laughs> Aha. I'm going to
That was awesome. Love you guys. Uh, quick one, one quick one. Stop putting jam on the spot. He'll do it. I think all of Jimmy. our audience knows that Kinga <laughs> is used to getting her way, and she is going to keep pushing you. But I see your face, Jam, and I see that that He's face saying is yes. saying no. Thanks, Timmy. Uh, I'll play. I'll, hey, come to the show, and I'll play you a thirty-minute set just for you. <laughs> yeah, he'll call your name out and everything. So there. Wait, are you going to mention our show? Oh, absolutely. So you're going to tell everybody to get on their phones. Everybody, get on your phone and like check it, out, share it, and like and comment. share in the green room. Green. Okay, all right, I will, just for you. Okay, okay, absolutely. You, you hey, thanks, Jam. Have to go make a band practice. You're our right in-house now. jam. <laughs> <laughs> and practice for that show tomorrow so that I don't mess up. Like the, I just did at that Bob Marley song. No. Hey, thanks for being on the <laughs> show so tonight, much. Jam. Thank you. I appreciate you guys so much. We Love appreciate you, you so, so much. So Love much. you so much. And your mom, mm. give her a hug for me, and I we'll will. be hanging with her tomorrow. Yeah, awesome. And, and isn't there a tour bus that's going? Yeah, there is. What's so the deal with that? If you guys want a ride, you can go to CJ Tally's Pub on 7th and Glendale, and it's picking everybody up at 545, and then the bus is leaving at 6. And all you got to do is tip the uh, the bus. You don't even have to pay. It's Your like dad way, arranged that. Yeah, it's way cheaper than an Uber. So you should totally do it and um, take the opportunity to get on the jam tram. Chet's bringing a new date. The jam tram. Chet, are you bringing yeah. a date? I th- wait, hold Did on. she Earlier put you today. out there again? <laughs> you know, he may not want one date to know who the other date is. Or... Poor guy. Okay. I, I know. No, I know. no, no. Seriously. You know, our new dating expert is going to have to right, like man. analyze Chet what he's do what he's doing because we were analyzing me. Now it's Chet's turn. All right, guys. Well, I love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For love and hugs. Show. Love I want to hug as you're leaving. All right, sounds good. Uh, I'm going to get up and hug you. <laughs> thank you, Craig. Jam. Thank you. Right. And hey, guys, you heard Jam talk about the website. Awesome. If you guys missed the show or you just want to know more or whatever, our website. I know you can hear King in the background. She just doesn't understand that we're live. But our website in the green room dot green. And if you guys want to um, watch us live, we're on Facebook right now. It's in the green room, dot green. That's the name for it all. So pretty awesome. So, Mr. Armand. Yes, ma'am. You've had some time to think. I have. Okay, so we're going to have you with your top three. <laughs> the first one is no, judge, no judging. Yes, yes. No judging because someone has a difference of opinion. Exactly. What's exactly. your other advice? I think the second advice I would give to people is don't be afraid of taking risk and failing. Because oftentimes, you know, failure is not failures. It's just the success that wasn't planned, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a good example is uh, Post-it notes, right? When they were, nobody decided one day we're going to create a glue <laughs> that doesn't really stick so we can create, you know, put paper on things, right? So it just happened. It was actually a mistake in, a, in, a, um, in an experiment. Really? I didn't know that. It was. And you know that for a fact? I do know it for a fact. <laughs> and you can look it up. <laughs> so, so, so skeptical. Right. Right. Look, so, so this is, this Kinga, is just a mistake. Kinga, I, I don't make things up. <laughs> he is very factual, actually. Like some people that. I might know. <laughs> In fact, on a totally different note, I know we're going to have our relationship expert, Dave Bernstein, and his beautiful oh, girlfriend. No. What, what's her name? Her, the beautiful girlfriend. David, David Bernstein's girlfriend. What's her name? Carol. Carol. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, well, wait. So, then, so, so this involves this involves him. So, so, so he, so he and I had a long talk about how he's trying to look for a, a, a new woman, and so we want to have him on the next relationship show so they can try to pick him apart and see what he's doing wrong. 
So we can get him to him apart. <laughs> I mean, she, she throws it all out there. So we, can get him a, so we can get him a girl. Boy, that's going to feel so good, isn't it? <laughs> she doesn't know any better. She, okay. she just doesn't. She yeah, so just doesn't. We're going to find we'll, out all the do's and the do's. We'll talk about this after the show, okay? <laughs> no, this is part of the show. You were going to be next month our show <laughs> on, on the do's and the don'ts and how to get you a girl. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> All right. So back to Quita. Yes. Well, not Quita, but Armand. So he gave us two. And that relationship expert, by the way, I thought of it. I knew it was a K. It's Christy. Uh, I can't believe you you did that live on the air. Oh, my gosh. So much. Christy, it wasn't me. It was Kinga. (laughs) (laughs) So Christy and Dave Bernstein are a couple, and they are now our new relationship experts. And they're going to come on next month, and we're hoping to get Armand on. Because he was telling me how he's been... Dating for so long. And he was telling me that he's like a dating expert and he was trying to give me advice. And, and I said, well, you know what? The fact you don't have a girl and you've been looking for so long, you need to come on with these experts that help you find the right person. So you said maybe. So we're, I'm trying to Our get mom, him on the air. She doesn't mean any harm. She I know. I've known her for a while. <laughs> isn't it possible? We'll talk. <laughs> it's we'll, possible. Everything, anything is possible. Okay, we'll get some wine right. in him and that might work out. <laughs> okay, so you've got that third one? The third one yes. is I... I think the third one is don't forget your family and friends. Ooh, and the like only reason one. I say that is, especially when you go out and you're in the corporate world and, you know, you're driven by your career and you've got the pressures of, of those things. And, and companies make pretty big demands on you as an employee. And uh, oftentimes, even though they tout a, work, uh, a workplace family balance, it's not always there. Mm-hmm. So if you don't take control of it, um, you know, you might miss out on some things. There's an old adage that goes, be nice to the people on the way up, because if you're not, it's a long fall down. There you go. Yes. Great point. Good. That is great a great point. point. That's a great I, point, I, Craig. We'd, we'd like to hear from you guys, too, because we all make mistakes, and we all want to learn from them, and none of us want to repeat them. So, hey, guys, you're interacting with us right now on our In the Green Room Green Facebook page. Tell us what mistakes you've made and how you would do things differently. Right, Kinga? That's right. I, I'm going to put it um, on you. Okay, well, uh, let's try. <laughs> I, I want to go to Chet. I feel like... Chet, you need you need to turn here. Poor Chet, guy. I'll, I'll film you. All right, Chet, ask him a question or two. Chet, I think we asked the question. What question? <laughs> <laughs> Mistake. So you're you're 21, right? Yeah. You're 21, so you are at the age where you're just learning that you don't know everything, right? Or are you still in that that stage of I know everything and my parents don't. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think he answered that. <laughs> well, I feel like. Everybody should acknowledge their flaws. Otherwise, you'll never improve yourself. So I feel like that never stops at any age. Actually, I feel like it's more of a problem with older people. A lot of old people just think that they're automatically right because they're older and they won't just evolve to a new way to do things. They won't mm-hmm. even acknowledge facts sometimes. They just are like, oh, I'm older, so I'm correct. So I, I feel never like- do that. I'm not older. <laughs> She doesn't mean any harm. Remember, she doesn't yeah. mean any harm. You can you can take that how you want. But. <laughs> well, I think that's good coming from especially a 21-year-old. Now, I am a little older, and I do know everything, Chet. It's not just my age. I'm wise. No, I'm older than all of you. So let me well, chime in and okay. say that what even at have? this advanced age, see the bags under my eyes? Yeah. See? <laughs> I don't know everything. Okay. I don't know, know but what? I'm pretty passionate about the things I do know. You know how to plug in these headphones, and you know how to tell us what to do. I love. Oh yeah, that's but that's that's not difficult. You know, I, I have kids. I know how to give directions. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I think you guys make interesting points because, yes, definitely mistakes and all of that. And it's funny because I'm, I'm looking at you, Chet, because you're at that age where he's like, why am I on the spot right now? But we were talking earlier, actually, with another one of our guests, and she was talking about how she had this one major and she grew up thinking she was going to do one thing. And it's something I would always tell my interns, too, is that you have your whole life for whatever this career is that you decide. What's the rush? Right. Because here's the thing. Once you get into it and if you hate it, who wants to start over? Right. So you have to learn from those mistakes. But I think one of the mistakes some of us make is we're in such a hurry. Right. Wouldn't you say? Well, yeah, exactly. Like that's why you always have to be like positive and observant. And because like when he was talking about the post-it notes, like if those people had just been like not like paying attention to their job and not doing it to the fullest extent, they probably would just been like, oh, well, we messed up and we're not going to like make anything out of this. But the fact that they were creative and clearly like cared about what they were doing and they turned it into something that was a useful invention. So I think that just goes to show if you're like doing a job right and not just like going through the motions, you'll definitely end up doing better as well, like with whatever you're doing. So. Right. Love it. And hey, guys, if you've got some advice for Chet or for any of us, or you just want to ask a question of Mr. Armand, guys, Kinga has this camera so close to my face. I feel like it's going to touch me. We can see the pores in your face. It's a little disturbing. Yeah. It's it's kind of an invasion of my space. Yeah, yeah, pretend there's I a hula hoop you. around you. I Don't so invade the zone. To our Aspen trip. You and I are going to be right there in that cute little room. I can't make room. the face I want, and I can't say what I want, but Chet's asking for the camera. That's all I can say. Hey, guys, if you want to join the conversation, you can give us a call. We are live. That number is 480-421-0640. Again, 480-421-0614. Why did you just make that up? Wait, wait, wait. What is this? So for those of you who came confused, I was just trying to throw in a Brian. I know he's got the number wrong. I love that. Hi, Brian. Brian, we miss you. I, I know you're listening tonight. We miss you, and you always got the number wrong. And so I had to throw in a, no, a wrong number for you. Okay. Yeah. I think Brian doesn't do it on purpose, though. <laughs> I love Brian. All right, so Armand, you yes. lived in Seattle. I did live in Seattle. Which is opposite of us because you guys get way more rain. They do. So tell us some things that you see happening in Seattle that you think is, is something that we can actually bring here to Phoenix as far as making it more green. And more sustainable, more, more recycling that right. you've noticed. Well, I think, I think Kinga and I was, were talking about this earlier today. I think, you know, the easiest thing in my mind is, is recycling, right? I mean, when you get into sustainability, there's a lot of pieces and moving parts mm-hmm. to that, right? And I think that's, a maturity, a level of maturity. Uh, and some people it. don't understand it. It, it. You have to dumb it down for them and just right. say recycling. But, but recycling just is, is very straightforward. And I was really quite surprised when, when we were talking earlier today about the number of places around town that don't participate in recycling. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I, I live in Scottsdale, and Scottsdale has a full recycling program. So, um, I mean, you don't pay extra. You get a, a, a trash container, and you get a recycling container, and it's very easy and Everybody that I know and associate with and I see on the streets are pretty good at recycling because the bins, the pink bins are always out uh, mm-hmm. on the days. Uh, but I was quite surprised that um, Phoenix, Paradise Valley, and other cities around the uh, area just don't promote it quite like that. And I think part of the problem is, is that we don't push it. We're not writing letters. We're not right. talking to our municipalities. That's exactly what it is. Telling them oh. this is what we want. Mm-hmm. We were eating at Hillstones, and they have so many restaurants 
throughout the Valley and throughout the states. And Armand was shocked to hear that they do not recycle glass, paper, or anything. But, and he asked the bartender, and she said, it's too expensive for them to recycle. But I've been, yeah. I'm trying to be the squeaky wheel dealing with the managers. But and, yeah. Yes. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to No, go ahead. But, you know, I, it's like in Seattle when I first moved there years ago, um, and I moved there from, Pen- from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, we, we didn't even know the term recycling in the east at that point this was 1987 and um i went out there and we had our three recycle bins in a trash bin and you know you got a you had a very small trash bin and that was it and if you wanted a larger bin or you wanted a second bin you paid more for that so one way they helped control and promote recycling was if you use the recycling bin which at that time was for all your newspapers and magazines for your for your glass and plastic uh and for your cans and then you're just your regular trash would go in the other one, you had plenty of, of places to be able to get rid of it, right? I would think that if the cities adopted a similar concept here, um, then, you know, there's an incentive to the businesses, and there's an incentive to us personally to do that. Um, and I think everybody would win in the long run. Well, I do want to recognize the, the establishments and businesses that are recycling that we know of, the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just came from there. They mm-hmm. are totally green. Uh, delight. And what I loved about them, actually, I wanted to post a picture up on Facebook. What I like about them is they have trash and they have recycle and they have compost. And what was so cool, oh, because I think do. part of the wow. problem is a lot of people don't really know what to recycle. Well, they have it up. They say, here's what's recyclable and here's what's trash. And I think that if we had, smart. you know, things like that, it's just mm-hmm. about dumbing things down. People don't want to, we don't want to feel like we don't know. Craig just um, was talking here, and he said, you know what, why don't you explain? Some people don't understand what is sustainability. What is it? That, that's exactly right, and that's what sure. he was trying to say, that he just goes by recycling. What is sustainability? Uh, but, but back to the recycling places that I do know, El Charo. El Charo is LEED certified, gold LEED certified. They're very good friends of ours. We frequent that restaurant. And then we've got the Sanctuary Hotel. And I, we, I recently was at uh, the Phoenician and they're totally remodeling, and their remodel is going to be all about sustainability. They're going to have solar. Uh, they're doing away with plastic. Uh, they're doing away with grass. They're doing more indigenous. Well, and oh, I our, think- our photographer's here, actually, who's our next guest. But sorry to interrupt this. So that Phoenician uh, hotel is going all green, and they're going to be on our show very soon. Um, they had so many. I can't even talk about how many things they're doing, and it's all changes. And uh, then we have, uh, uh, what's that, Rhythm Room, Bob mm-hmm. Cortor's Rhythm Room. Mm-hmm. He was only recycling paper and some goods. And he start, with our show, he found out they weren't recycling glass, and they started recycling glass. Mm-hmm. So one business at a time, we're trying to get people to make changes, and we are directly responsible for that. Love it. And I love that. Yeah. So. Well, and, and speaking of, I was telling you guys earlier that we were speaking with one of our guests and we were talking about, you know, she was actually the one saying, I had this major and I wanted to do this and that and whatever. Well, Miss Taryn is here and we, we call her our green photographer and she doesn't travel alone. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I've got a little pipsqueak. Speaking of pip, come here, up, up. Welcome. Welcome. She travels with um, her, her dog and takes pictures with them and with her. So everything about her is sustainable and green. And she's all about giving back to the community and spreading love. And what's awesome about not just spreading love, but when she says green, it's different ways. You, you don't have to, I guess, 
Taryn, why don't you tell us, what does it mean? You say you do more things green. You do a lot of wedding photography. But how do you keep things sustainable? Um, well, it's not only me keeping things sustainable within my company. It's my clients that are doing things green within their own wedding. Um, so myself, we do everything electronic. I am, so there's no paper involved. I mean, countless clients that I have, I mean, 10 page contracts, you know, all of that for wedding photography, it makes a world of difference when you're doing, you know, 40, 50 weddings a year, you know, with all the paper. So everything we do is electronic, paperless, paperless. They, um, sign electronically, they pay electronically, so they don't have to worry about, you know, wasting gas to go to the post office. They don't have to worry about signing contracts and, you know, mailing them. So every little bit, no matter how small, helps. Um, and then my clients, of course, planning green and having stuff like that. So how did you get involved in photography? Um, <laughs> how, old were you? how old were you? Um, I was in the sixth grade when I first picked up a camera. I, uh, I loved journalism. I loved yearbook. I loved newspaper. Um, so at the age of sixth grade, whatever age that is, um, what is that? Like 12, seven? <laughs> it's not seven, it is, is it? Not, don't, listen, don't let Craig do that to you. Great, great. I fell right in the trap, didn't I? You I fell, fell right you in fell. the trap. You fell. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate that one. <laughs> okay, so around 11, um, I, uh, I liked journalism. I liked reporting on what was going on. Um, I liked designing the newspaper and the yearbooks and, of course, taking pictures to go along with it. So did that all the way through high school and into my own children's school years. So loved every minute of it and still do. Everybody out there listening, her photography is like art. She really is in the magazines, and she is kind of a big shot with the photography. <laughs> Thank you. And I, we are so lucky to have her on our show and be now our photographer for our well, show. Yeah, I, I think that's so so awesome. And But what's really cool is, you know, when we talked and we met earlier, you know, one thing you said is I'm not about posing. I'm about people being natural and having fun and catching moments, real moments. Right. Everybody thinks that photography is just capturing that moment in time and that's it. It's not. It's um, having your kids and your kids' kids look back and remembering those memories and all the senses that go along with it. And that all fits our motto because it's still about making the world a better place. And I tell you, remembering some things I told you earlier I am ridiculous with taking photos. I mean, I'm snapping, snapping, snapping. My husband even gets on me. He's just like, do you even look at those pictures? And the kids are, mom, you're always taking pictures. They'll appreciate for it me, later. Well, yeah. And for me, I really just, my memory, and I blame it on the kids. See, Chet, this is fault. what you do to your mom. Okay. Yes. They yes. told me after labor with my first kid that my memory would come back. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> so, but I mean, really, that is a great thing about pictures because it does. It drums up those memories and yeah. it really does make things better as long as they're pictures that you want to look at. Right. Well, or in his case, you know, that we want to embarrass you later with. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Well, that's the main goal. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I sit with my daughter and her best friend, Cassidy, uh -huh. and we'll look at all that because I was obsessive about taking so many photos. And Cassidy will say, oh, my gosh, nobody took photos like you did. There's so many photos that bring back all these fun memories. And you just laugh. And that's what you're about. I mean, really making those moments count. Yeah, my daughter hates me now. She'll, she'll love it one day. <laughs> yeah, one day. <laughs> one day. Well, and, and we'll ask you the same thing we asked Armand because you, didn't, you don't know what the question is. I don't. <laughs> oh, great. But just being because you've done so much and you've had different careers that you've thought about mm -hmm. and you ended up here. Oh, yes. What's your advice for people, you know, trying to get into the business? Um, intern, intern, uh, 
go out, find those photographers, say, hey, I will carry your bags and get your water. Let me just go with you. Um, learn from multiple people. You know, just get out there and get yourself in the industry, volunteer, um, help them, research for them, intern for them. I mean, trust me, there are plenty of photographers that would love to have an intern um, to, you know, just just help and to teach um, because a lot of us, I mean, we, we love our passion so much. We love what we do that we just can't wait to share it with somebody that <laughs> wants to pay attention to us. Um, so, and, and Armand is, is smiling because I think he can relate. That was kind of part of what you oh, said. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I know when, when you were taking photos, photos of us, Taryn, it was not like a photo shoot. It was us having fun. Right. And, right. and when I look back at the pictures now, I just laugh. Right. And, and so. then that's, it's what it is. I mean, I'm a mom, you know, how many of us have sat there and dreaded picture day for family portraits at Christmas because we want our kids to behave and listen and smile and look good. I don't care. Get dirty, you know, bite your brother. The best picture <laughs> I have of my brothers and sisters, my, 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 my daughter took, I think my sister's biting my brother. I have my other brother in a choke hold and it's just the four of us being us. It's our real true family personalities. <laughs> it's true I life. mean, it is. I have a, a family picture starting with my grandparents that, you know, is literally my sister's got her arms spread out to the side. Each of my brothers is like biting her and my grandmother and grandfather are kissing in the middle and all of us are being goofy around them. You know, it's just that's moments that we're going to sit back and go, oh, remember when? Right, right. So, hey, guys, definitely, if you want to hear more from Taryn, you want to see some of her work, we'll throw that on our website. If you want just some advice from her of how to be a little more green with taking photos, that as well. And then, of course, Mr. Armand, you're full of all kinds of stuff that, um, yeah, we'll have that on the site, too. You're too <laughs> long ago. Nice. So, anyways, we want to thank you guys for being on thank the show. Thank you so much. Of course, we want to thank Jam and, of course, our premier sponsor, Goodwill, Goodwill. Industries. Goodwill. Tim. Hey, guys, Tim you know O'Neill. the motto, saving, saving the, the planet, planet one, one show at, at a time. time. Thank you so much. We'll have you guys back. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, thank Chet. Thanks, Craig. To in the Green Room. Join us here live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. or anytime on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com.